This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, after eight years of double and triple billing DOD for genetic tests, LabCorp pays a $2.1 million settlement. An IRS watchdog says the agency's uncollected taxes estimate is not clear enough. And House Democrats want to create another investment option for TSP participants. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The initial list of the best places to work in the federal government is out. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. Stop us if you've heard this before. NASA once again comes out on top as the best large agency. And again, the Government Accountability Office is the best place to work of mid-sized agencies. The small agency leader is also congressional, the Congressional Budget Office. But the best place of all is the tiny Office of Negotiations and Restructuring, part of the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, with a 96% rating. Survey numbers are compiled yearly by the Partnership for Public Service. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. An IRS watchdog says the agency doesn't have a clear enough estimate of uncollected taxes. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS is looking to shrink the tax gap between what taxpayers owe and what the agency is able to collect. But the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says the IRS doesn't have a clear picture of how big the tax gap really is. Tigda says the IRS isn't including corporate income taxes and other taxes owed in its tax gap estimate. The IRS estimates the tax gap was around $428 billion for tax years 2014 through 2016. But former IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick told Congress the tax gap may have grown to about $1 trillion. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The company contracted to provide laboratory testing at all DOD military treatment facilities throughout the world is facing a hefty fine. The Defense Department's Inspector General says Laboratory Corporation of America, or LabCorp, has agreed to pay $2.1 million to settle allegations it violated the False Claims Act. The IG says LabCorp allegedly overbilled DOD for genetic tests for military members performed by a third-party reference laboratory. According to the settlement agreement, the IG says for eight years, LabCorp double and or triple billed DOD for these genetic tests. GSA takes another step toward righting the wrongs of login.gov. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us how. The General Services Administration is turning to industry to help login.gov meet the advanced identity proofing standard required by NIST. GSA released a request of information for the type of next generation identity proofing services that it misled agencies about for four years. The goal of the RFI is to get feedback from industry and other experts for how login can provide secure, simple, and equitable identity proofing services. GSA plans to create a multiple award blanket purchase agreement that runs on top of the schedule's contract. Responses to the RFI are due by April 7th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department's networks remain vulnerable three years after military services misconfigured remote access software. The COVID crisis sent workers home and DOD had to respond quickly to build its remote network. Now a report from the DOD Inspector General's office finds network and system administrators for seven of 10 DOD components did not always implement all the critical configuration settings and cybersecurity controls it needed. The report recommends specific implementation controls 
as well as timelines to develop plans of action and milestones for the risk areas that still need to be addressed. A group of House Democrats wants to create another investment option for Thrift Savings Plan participants. A bill called the Federal Employees Sustainable Investment Act would establish a new TSP fund, the Corporate Responsibility Stock Index Fund. The new fund option, if the legislation is enacted, would mainly include climate and environment-related investments. The bill was introduced last Congress as well, but did not move forward in the legislative process. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is making progress on hiring. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. CISA is on track to hire 600 people this year after making 516 hires last year. That's according to CISA Director Jenny Easterly, who appeared before the House Appropriations Committee yesterday. CISA is one of the fastest-growing agencies in government, but it's struggled with burnout. Easterly says the agency is working hard to recruit and retain talent. We are maximizing everything we can do to be more agile, to be more effective, and to drive down those vacancies in our workforce. And Easterly says CISA projects its job vacancy rate will fall below 8% in 2024. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Army hopes to have replacement recruiting ads ready to televise during this weekend's Final Four basketball games. The service pulled its newly launched $117 million ad series last weekend when actor Jonathan Majors, the ad campaign star, was arrested on assault charges. You're listening to the Federal Newscast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Some agencies are missing the mark with their Alternative Dispute Resolution, or ADR, programs. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. About a third of agencies are not routinely conducting self-assessments of their ADR program's effectiveness. And about a quarter of agencies are not evaluating their programs, period. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission says ADR programs can help agencies resolve workplace conflicts early on without the need for a formal court decision. But the EEOC added that there are some issues with how employees perceive the legitimacy of an ADR program. A recent survey found that nearly 19% of agencies let a manager who was accused in a complaint be the authority for that settlement. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Biden administration is proposing a 5.2% pay increase for the Transportation Security Administration workforce in fiscal 2024. TSA Administrator David Pekoski says that requires an additional $251 million next year. He told the House Appropriations Committee that the TSA is requesting a total of $1.4 billion in 2024 to support pay equity initiatives passed by Congress last year. TSA is planning to give its screeners significant raises this summer to bring their pay in line with the rest of the federal workforce. The Army is seeking feedback on its latest update to its data reference architecture. It'll release a request for information this week on Phase 2 of its approach to simplify and flatten the Army's architecture and eliminate vendor lock-in. The service started work on the unified data reference architecture last summer. 
It plans to build a standardized framework to improve and simplify its networks and create interoperability. A third RFI should go live in June with plans to complete the program by September. The Department of Veterans Affairs National Cemetery Administration says it has now spent more than a billion dollars on veteran cemeteries in states, territories, and on tribal land. VA is spending that money through its Veterans Cemetery Grant Program, which began in 1978. VA reached the $1 billion spending mark after awarding a $1.8 million grant to expand the North Dakota Veterans Cemetery. VA grants have led to the burial of more than 800,000 veterans, of which about 200,000 happened in fiscal 2022. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, March 29, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian. 